0: In Portugal, there's a YouTube show Full of fun facts you need to know Carl rings a bell and the member's show To the GMP Morning Show Featured guests will come and they will blow
1: your mind The audience will do so in
0: kind the little vanity mixed with some insanity on the morning show with GMP Good morning Portugal and
2: I'd like to welcome you to another fantastic day Hey you Gumpers
3: Hello, bom dia, alegria, Monson here with the Good Morning Portugal show, live stream and podcast. Oh, eyebrows need a little bit of a comb this morning, neglected to take care of that earlier on. How are you this morning? Do let me know part two of Filomena Pascual's amazing interview with the wonderful Genuino. Madruga, the only Portuguese man to have sailed around the world twice solo. We saw part one of that interview yesterday. We have part two for you today uh, in a little while. That's before we get into the rock and roll. In earnest, we've got um, Mac and Alan with us. Are they Mac and Alan or are they Mac and or Alan and Mac? Mac and Alan present the Silver Coast Beer Festival. We'll be talking about the beer festival that's coming up this weekend, 1st and 2nd of December with beer and food and music, lots of live music. Uh, So we'll talk to Joe Mack and Richard Allen, hopefully both of them, uh, later on in the show today. If you're expecting Bruce Joffe, he's in Spain and unavailable today, but we'll talk to Bruce in due course. Uh, he, He rather liked my Facebook post, Are We Living in an Epoch Defining Time? And he wants to pick up and run with that uh, when he returns. So have a great time, Bruce and Russ and the dogs over there in Spain, and we'll see you soon. Uh, This was the uh, meme that was put up yesterday that we didn't really go into. Good morning, no such thing. That's especially for you if you're not a morning person, but you're here anyway. Um, That takes an extra effort to be here on the Good Morning Portugal show, I think, and and watching, even if you're not a morning person. I'm not really sure if I'm a morning person, just a habit, basically. And talking of habits, A great habit suggested yesterday by Coach Turner to go for uh, 30 minutes of exercise every day um, if you're not already doing so and maybe do around 3,000 steps. So late last night, went for a walk from home uh, where, where I've got into the habit of walking around the block with the dogs. I thought I'd go right down to the beach and I've done that a couple of times in the last couple of months. And I thought, well, it's all in the mind, isn't it? It's like, oh, it's too far. It's going to take too long. It's going to be too tiring. Rah, 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 rah. You know how the monkey mind works and how it always comes up with a, uh, a problem for every solution. Well, I just just got on with it. Just put my shoes on, got the dogs, got wrapped up warm and walked on a big circuit down to town, through town, around, across the railway line, over onto the beach, around the beach, past Palmera to see if they'll be open for the meetup tomorrow. Still don't know about that, for those of you who want to know and who are coming tomorrow to the meetup. Um, we'll if Palmera has reopened by tomorrow, the twenty-ninth of November, we'll be there. Otherwise, we'll find somewhere else in the bay tomorrow. Uh, and we'll see you for the meetup as usual between one and three, a venue to be uh, announced. Okay, where did I where was I going with all of that? So saying good morning to J- James, slow like honey. Not that he like Maybe he does like honey. But um, thank you, Fiona, Fiona Apple, who we discovered yesterday, which actually has prompted me. Uh, another question from me is uh, James and I were exchanging links of music by Fiona Apple yesterday. Interesting. Reminded me a lot of Alanis Morissette, I have to say. And I know oh comparisons are odious. Odians are comparisons as well, Um, but comparisons can be odious, can't they? But it's it's how, again, it's how the mind works, isn't it? It likes Mm -hmm. to compare and contrast and uh, make trouble generally. But uh, uh, yeah, she's she's probably from whom Alanis Morissette took her cue. I don't know. You said 90s, didn't you, James? And uh, we were exchanging music. We'll talk a whole lot more about music. Uh, this morning when Joe Mack and Richard Allen join us. And I would like to know what you're listening to at the moment. I say at the moment, not right now in this moment, Clever Dickie. I mean, around this time, at this time in your life, having moved to Portugal, have your musical tastes changed? What is getting heavy rotation? The biggest tune for me at the moment is definitely uh, Burden. I should know the name of it. I listen to it about two or three times every day and have done for the last couple of weeks, driving a family mad with that. Uh, Burden reimagined, remixed, reproduced by the guy who did the Culture Club tunes, whose name escapes me right now, but he produced Culture Club in the 80s and he's gone on to be um, quite the amazing um, producer without wanting to sound patronizing, a more kind of grown up, as you might imagine, he's producing music in the 80s and he's still producing music now and he produces the most delightful arrangements and orchestrations of great tunes like Burden. By Lois Levin. That's my pick at the moment, Lois Levin. What's yours? What are you listening to? Old music, new music? Do let us know in the chat. I know we've got quite a few music fans uh, within Gumperdom here. Tomorrow we march upon Gumperdom. Three wise men of the Gumpocalypse have been in already this morning, getting that toilet seat nice and warm for us. Baddie's here as well, as is Anna and Paul Richards. Uh, Good morning. Warm up the streets. I'm on my way. (laughs) I'm coming north. Uh, says Paul. So maybe see you tomorrow. And um, yes, that's right. We've got other visitors from the Algarve tomorrow as well. So see you tomorrow at the meetup. Owen saying bon dia, everyone. Owen is my guest on Thursday um, with some good news. A new publication, which uh, many Gumpers will be glad to see as well and hear about on Thursday morning. I'll not um, I'll keep our powder dry and our noses clean for the time. I've just realised what that phrase might mean. <clears throat> keep your nose clean and your powder dry. Um, That's not some awful drug reference, is it? Is it more to do with gunpowder? I'm hoping so, having used it so many times in my life and not really made that connection before. Bon dia, one and all, from Joao de Norte as well. How are you doing, uh, Joao? See you tonight for the Portugal Club. Very interesting Portugal Club speaker tonight at 8.30. The Portugal Club meets every Tuesday evening at 8 o'clock. For those people who... Well, uh, the um, the emphasis has shifted. Uh, It used to be um, uh, people who were moving to Portugal and were in the United, states I was going to say stuck in the United States. <laughs> I don't, don't mean it badly. But for those of you who felt like you were stuck in the United States and ready to move to Portugal, it was a really nice lifeline and um, a roaring fire around which we could keep warm and snug and cozy and keep our Portugal dreams alight every week at eight o'clock. Most of those people have actually moved here now. Although there is room for people who want to uh, get some some good focused attention on a Tuesday evening, check in, uh, deal with any challenges, celebrate any milestones. We do that at the Portugal Club at eight o'clock every week. And at 8:30, we have a speaker. It might be a speaker to do with our expat angels project, it might be to do with the Portugal Immigrant Network, it might be a wild card night where we just speak to an extraordinary expat. We have all sorts of themes at 8:30 on a Tuesday evening. I think I'm gonna throw it open this evening. We've got our very own Jason Hall coming to talk to us about political parties for expats, foreigners, immigrants. Which do you think, which party would represent or be most sensitive? Um, to the um, to the needs and aspirations of the expat foreigner immigrant class here in Portugal. We'll talk about that and we might even talk about starting one and what that takes, um, given that there is a need, I think, for a greater understanding and that's what I've been trying to do with my Portugal Immigrant Network, is create greater connections between our Portuguese hosts, um, our the native indigenous pe- people of this country who welcome us so heartily and warmly and create better connections because let's face it one in ten people in portugal if it's not already the numbers uh, if if those aren't already the numbers that that will be happening soon one in ten people will have moved here uh, in recent times will be an immigrant a foreigner an expat and i think that relationship needs care um, it's best not to be looking the other way and hoping hoping for the best i need that i think that relationship needs facilitation care And understanding uh, our conversations to increase greater understanding, not just between us and the Portuguese, of course, but between us and our other migrant communities as well. I don't know a lot about the Swedish people, Anna. Um, I know a little bit more about um, Icelandic people, having hung out with Baddy for a bit. But let's let's chat with each other, um, shall we, in that setting of the Portugal Immigrant Network. And we've certainly got an, an opportunity to do that this evening with Jason Hall because as well and i've got something to share with you um this is this is happening this morning this is another reason why i think um we need to uh, talk to each other um, we need to uh, be understood and understand better our portuguese hosts as well as each other in different migrant communities um i saw this last night this is a gathering at um Anxiao over you've met you've heard anciao being mentioned by matty that's where his pain management clinic is and uh, Gary, Gary Austin will be over that way this morning to make uh, his feelings and others will be there making their feelings known about the mining situation, the mining of lithium. I don't think it's only lithium. I'm not sure. It's a, mo- it's a mineral exploration. That's what it is. Um, so in Portuguese, in Portuguese, these now in cap- big red capital letters, uh, Exploration Mineria. Uh, Mineira, I beg your pardon, juntos de a a Camara Municipal ancien Ancião, no dia 28 de novembro, às 11 horas, podemos limpar as nossas janelas, mas não as nossas palmoites. Now, that last line is the key to why people are concerned uh, say no to the mineral exploration. Join us at Ancial Town Hall on November the 28th at 11 a.m. We can clean our l- windows, but not our lungs. So people concerned about possible mineral exploration in that part of central Portugal around alvazara You will recall where um, there were some fires uh, earlier on this year. Yeah, that's right. And now there's mineral exploration. Um, So Good luck to those who are making their feelings felt, Uh, it will be a theme that will be picked up tonight at 8.30 in our conversation as well, um, because we need to find out which political parties represent people best in that regard uh, when it comes to standing up against big uh, mining interests, or if not standing up against them. To work in partnership, these uh, relationships tend to get um, to, to be a little bit railroady, don't they? Where you just have to put up with what's happening rather than there being any consultation. So we'll talk about that more tonight at eight thirty. Do let me know. Drop me a line if you'd like to be involved in that conversation. Gary Mills, Bondi at oh, all? Gary, good morning to you. I have posted up your sand racing video to the YouTube channel. Good morning, Portugal YouTube channel, not the Portugal News and Information one, although it might go there as well, Gary. Thank you very much for that. And it will also go into GMP VIP in the sports section because the sports sections are going pretty nicely as well. If I have a quick look at that over at GMP VIP, we have listings for football, rugby, beach rugby, croquet, of course, golf, netball, rounders, and surfing and swimming, and I will be adding to that later on today. Oh, we have got a few new notifications over there at GMP VIP. Portuguese babies' names, thank you. And suburban trains in Lisbon area uh, with maps and diagrams, thank you very much. And continuing conversation from James Holly over there, if you want to join us at GMPVIP.com, or if you already are a member but you've forgotten, uh, why don't you log in again and have a look at what's going on over there. Hooah! um says, uh, slug is slow like honey james of course and thank you fiona apple all right so uh, yeah that that conversation tonight at 830 thank you gary mills for your sand racing video which is up well will be up there in the sports section of gmp vip uh, joining that treasury jim white thank you for becoming a gmp vip and your support just recently thank you very much i've had another chance to say thank you very much to you well i have now so cheers jim much appreciated bon dia todos. and um CCR was stuck in Lodi again. I have no idea what that means. I'm going to have to scroll back up to the top of the comments and see what's going on. Don't forget, we've got that second part of the conversation between Filomena Pasqua and Genuino Madruga. And, and um, ahead of that, there's a lovely, lovely, lovely illustration here or an image of the inscription inside the book. Here's the book, and that's... Um, Genuino uh, Madruga's book, his autobiography, O Mundo que el vi. Is that the world I've seen? Uh, what a lovely idea to write about his journey. And if you go and see him in your which uh, Philomena did, uh, I've got a really big special news to add to this as well. Um, if you go to Fayal and see uh, Genuino over there, you can get your book signed. Look at that. The ink is still fresh in Horta, 25th of November to Philomena, look at that an inscri- inscription there, or the big hug, is it? grande I don't know what that, I can't read that last bit, but perhaps um, Philomena, who's here as well this morning, will translate. And Philomena, would you like to disclose the fabulous news you shared with me last night uh, in the comments? That would be wonderful, and I'll come back to that Um, It looks fabulous. I do like going to random comments, I have to say. Um, I'll take that one. Uh, Thank you very much. (laughs) Are we looking fabulous this morning, Peter? Let's go to the start of the comments, shall we, Um, before we welcome Joe and Richard onto the show. Actually, do they have the link for doing so? Let me just have a quick look on Facebook in the chat and make sure that they've got it. Yeah, I'm just going to send them the link now, and we'll see him in about 15 minutes or so. Perfect. Okay, back to your comments then. In the chat, thank you for being here this morning. Bon dia, Gumpers. Felice Terza toros from James and from the coach. Bon dia. Bon dia to you, James, by the way. Bon dia, all you lovely Gumpers. Well, I've now worked out what is wrong with my heel. Ooh, it seems I have bursitis. And anything with an itis is an inflammation, isn't it? So he's got an inflammation of his burs, whatever that is, and basically have to rest it for four weeks. So no running, walking, in cushion shoes only. And body weight gym exercises, frustrating, but luckily not serious. Good morning, coach. Here he is. Uh, Thunderduck's in as well. Good morning, coach. I haven't been allowed in the gym since the day I dropped my chili dog on the treadmill. Yes, that could be quite the mess, could it not? Um, God score tip of the day then. To add to the 30 minutes walking each day. <laughs> forgot that for T-Duck. Uh, to add to the 30 minutes walking each day. Spend five minutes twice a week doing legwork. Squats, step ups, or lunges will all help maintain and improve your leg strength. Very good. Try to build up to three sets of ten repetitions and gradually increase the difficulty. Thank you for that, Coach Turner. I've been taking your advice. Who else has been? Let us know in the chat if you will. Bondi Allegria Gumpers, then from T Duck at 817 with a deep thought. I asked the kids yesterday who Zeus was. That's another new track uh, I was listening to, Hard Work, Children of Zeus, with a kind of reggae vibe to it. So I said to the kids, who's Zeus? And uh, they knew, or my eldest knew anyway. Um, And uh, we had the comparison with Zeus, Thor, and Jupiter, the connection there with the mythical mythical connections. And I said, there's also Dr. Zeus, isn't there, kids? Uh, Mrs. M didn't think that was so funny or helpful to the children. Here he is, though, this morning, a, a complete coincidence, I have to say. Um, Theodore Zeus Geisel was an American children's author and cartoonist. Of course, green eggs and ham and um, things one and two, right? What else do we know from Dr. Zeus? Unless someone like you cares a whole lot, unless someone like you cares a whole lot, nothing's going to get better. No, it's not. Oh, he does everything in rhymes. Unless someone like you cares a whole lot, nothing's going to get better. No, it's not. Uh, so someone like you. Does that mean we need friends uh, to help us in our in our aims in life? 8.30 tonight. See you there. Talking about Portuguese politics and which political party will serve the interests of expats, foreigners and immigrants best and increase understanding um, between our hosts and ourselves. Tonight, 8.30. Portuguese saying of the day from T-Duck. Oh, I must transfer the one from yesterday and this one over to GMP VIP. Oh, Seguro Moro de Velho. The safe man died a hold. Well, yes, quite possibly. Oh, excellent dad jokes as well. I have to share those with our musicians this morning, especially the first one. That's fantastic. And a bonus deep thought. This is good, isn't it? Ahead of Richard and Joe joining us this morning. Bonus deep thought. Talking about music is like dancing about architecture. Yeah, I'm guilty as charged uh, this morning. What else can we do apart from point you in the direction? of the music and go and enjoy it for yourselves they want people there this weekend uh, it's important that people turn up otherwise these things won't happen the silver coast beer festival friday and saturday first and second of december that is right isn't it and let me just make sure that is correct uh, the first is this friday yes that's right Theolonius sphere monk well his parents uh, had a pretty wild imagination unless that he wasn't christened Theolonius sphere monk was an american jazz pianist and composer the world of jazz has brought us some incredibly interesting people. Um, would you not agree? And I'll try that, I'll run that deep thought past our guest this morning. Baddy was in earlier on at 8:30, just after start time. Bondi Alegria and the Swede in Portugal. Morning to you, Baddy. Um, tell us about your um, My Name in Icelandic group page as well, Baddy. A new project for you. Tell us a bit more about that, if you will. Feel free. Always happy to support people's projects here, uh, Gumpa projects. T- tell us about them. Don't think you're spamming us. I know the um the Gumpers are a, a respectful lot, and um I have no problem with people mentioning their projects. Uh, in I don't know if you're able to actually post links. It's not me that's stopping that. It's uh, YouTube and the streaming software, possibly, but we can make that happen. We can carry on the conversation at GMP VIP. Let us know about what's going on for you um, in your work life, in, in your personal life, your hobbies, whatever. Do let us know. Bondi Agria from A Cloudy Morning in VRSA, um, Sweden, Portugal, Anna says, and you have you got one of the biggest precipios, one of the biggest nativity scenes about to open there, uh, Anna? Haven't had any photos from you for a while. That's not a complaint, by the way, but always happy to uh, receive your photographs. And images from VRSA. Uh, Paul Richards is on his way then to the Silver Coast. Joao is in, Owen's in, and such a very different energy and styling. I can't even make the association between Alanis Morissette and Fiona Apple. I yeah, my my comparison there is is the is the slightly kind of worldliness of those young ladies. Um then I I don't think they could be um described as um oh who me so innocent i think their 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 lyrics and approach to me anyway seem a little bit more worldly wise and veering on the cynical certainly that's alana's bag isn't it and their voices it was mainly their voices actually i was thinking who does this fiona apple remind me of and it was that Al- alana's kind of um are they where i don't know where they're from in the states but they've got like almost almost the fry going on haven't they as well you can just i can hear them when they're talking in real life just being slightly world weary um i'm mostly listening to the dead these days
4: what if you could have a career where the opportunities
5: are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at u.s customs and border protection we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore air to ground cities to local communities cbp agents and officers are keeping people safe
0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: But also Kruda and Dorfmeister, the police live and talking heads. I'm definitely getting a vibe there, uh, T-Duck. Grateful Dead, of course. Uh, when you're a deadhead, you just refer simply to them as the dead. Uh, he's not... He's not... Some List, you know, sort of having seances at home and listening generally to the dead that would be the grateful dead, unless I'm wrong. Unless I'm wrong, but good morning to you, Jim White. Bon dia, todos. Lots of love to you up there in uh, Porto. I don't know what this is. CCR was, I still don't know that. Having gone back over the comments, I still have no further context for understanding that comment. The Police Live are very different than their albums. Very punk. I only recently discovered this. Hmm. So they tidied it up, did they? And got a more highly produced for the albums. Outlandos, the more... Um, Regatta de Blanc, is it? What else, what were their other albums? I think those are the ones you're referring to, right? Ghost in the Machine, that sort of thing. They got them slicker and slicker, I think, didn't they, as their um, vinyl careers went on. Um, Ian Turner from Joao, sorry to hear about your bursitis. Might I suggest a pair of oof sandals? Oofos sandals, extremely helpful when I've had bouts of plantar fasciitis. Wow. And the information you get on this show. Thanks, Gerald for that. Uh, bon dia, todos from Filomena. And uh, smash that button. Uh, smash that like button. Not any old button. The like button says uh, T Don't Filomena, I don't know if you've shared your news yet. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on the next Filomena Friday, which I believe is the 8th of December, with a very special guest. Guess who it is? The beer party. What? And the after show party. I don't understand what you guys are talking about there. Um, I'm, I'm, I fear I may have missed <laughs> something quite important. Uh, Gary, good morning to you. Uh, Thanks for that, says Coach Turner, to usual. All I have to do is slightly raise my heel in my shoes. Oh, hello, sailor. So a little insert <laughs> should help. Uh, also <laughs> wearing shoes that don't put pressure on the heel as well. Um, Thanks, Carl. I don't know how you juggle it all. Well, I can send you a video... <laughs> would you rather not (laughs) get some handmade shoes when you're here in portugal ian Turner? that's a good idea morning pete and um solar life to philomena you're on holiday enjoy it don't worry about the lesson today it looks fabulous ah there we go um we have um we have a clarification on what looks fabulous that would be philomena's uh, videos and images coming from the asaurus which i will i will stitch together talk about juggling it or we'll get those stitched together as well as the full length interview it should actually be better get on with part two of the interview before joe and richard get here oh ccr credence clearwater revival aren't they isn't clearwater um a place in florida uh credence might be somewhere else in america thank you for your your um education there Guys, uh, Lodi, Lodi, a city in California, nothing to do with Florida then. Getting more, I wish I hadn't asked now. Bon dia, voices, from Mr. S as well. Anyone else who oh, I haven't said hello to? Yes, Carpe Diem, bon dia, from Tor near Caldas this morning. How are you doing, Carpe Diem? Good to see you here. And Joe Mac, just about to have my coffee and then he'll be joining us. So this seems like a good time. will come back to a few more of those comments in a little while. This seems like a good time to play part two of the interview. Philomena Pasqua in conversation with
1: Genuino Madruga. People arrive on this port and they look to these people, to these people. So maybe one day if I have a boat, mm-hmm. I want to know also what is the Caribbeans, Caribbeans, mm-hmm. and many other places in the world because the people arrive here from all over the world, over the world mm-hmm. we are the number four. This fourth year, or uh, is number four in the world with yachts. Mm-hmm. On the season, it starts on May. Uh, so the port is full with yachts mm-hmm. from all nationalities, with people from all, all over the world. So I saw that. Long time ago, madam. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep that on my mind keep that on mine and I, my big one died. So, so you did. <laughs> yes, of course. This was before I went to the army. Mm. And uh, I got getting the money. It was good in that mm-hmm. time. Getting the money and so and so and so. Until 1999 my darling. Not possible before,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but when I bought my boat, I was very happy. Okay.
0: And so, by the way, the name of the boat is Amingway. Amingway, <laughs> yeah. If
1: you don't, if you don't know the old man and the sea, yes. a very special book. It, it was indeed a very special book, even mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Just get that book. Yes. Offer your mm-hmm. book to your friends, to your children, because it's indeed a very special book. Mm-hmm. The old man and the sea. Yeah. And by the way, I already have my book, Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I also have my book with my memories, things mm-hmm. I have s- seen uh, around the world, yeah. and uh, my life is there. Very
0: good, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Genuino, it was a pleasure for us and uh, we were very well received in, in uh, Mr. Genuino's restaurant. The food was excellent. Thank the you. Tuna tuna Thank is you. amazing. Well and uh, so we hope uh, to meet you here in uh, in Feial uh, and and uh, at the restaurant of genuino. Okay? So bye-bye and Bye. see you soon here
1: until next time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
3: How about that? Absolutely wonderful. I'll, I'll stitch those two bits together and we'll stick him up on the YouTube channel. And guess what? He'll be joining us as well, live on the show on the 8th of December. Genuino, Senor Genuino Madruga will be joining us uh, live from uh, the Azores. And um, if only we could be eating some of that tuna Philomena talked about as well. Imagine the tuna in Azores is very, very good and cooked in his special restaurant, which doubles as a museum and a celebration of his life and times as well. How wonderful to go there and sit with him and have dinner in his restaurant talking about his journeys and adventures around the world, sailing solo twice around the world, uh, the only Portuguese person to do so. Fantastic. Let's go back to a few more of your comments then. Thank you, Valomena. And no, Pete, she's not on holiday. She's working again, back behind a desk. She doesn't mess about. Incredible. So um, Philomena's back in the country and working again. And she'll be with us for a of Friday with a new jingle as well. The jingle's awesome. This is the old jingle. of Friday. Which was pretty good. Don't worry, anyone who's in a half slumber, it's not Friday. Uh, but that has been remixed um, quite brilliantly uh, by T-Duck and Owen. So we'll debut that as well on the 8th of December. That to look forward to. OK, so a few things getting cleared up. Uh, in the chat here. Sometimes I ask questions and then um, get very confused with some of the answers that I receive. Uh, I'm using a Portuguese keyboard today. That's not going to help either. Uh, That's been switched to English so the keys aren't... What they say they are. It happens, doesn't it? And you can switch it in software, can't you? As well as changing your keyboard. I still haven't got my head around that. Maybe we do that next time you're on, Philomena. It's talking about how to get the accents going on the keyboard. Brilliant. Yet the great news, says Philomena, Mr. Genoino will be with us on the 8th of December. And his birthday is the 9th of December. Let's really give him a lovely um, experience of the Good Morning Portugal uh, club here. And uh, be a fan club for him on that uh, Friday, uh, ahead of his wonderful birthday on the 9th. Fantastic. Although, don't, we mustn't wish him happy birthday. It's unlucky to do so, isn't it? How do we manage that, Philomena? How do we make reference to his birthday without wishing him a happy birthday? Because I think it's bad luck to do that here in Portugal, is it, is it not? Antonius Sphere Monk was his born name. Wow, his parents must have been pretty far out as well, man. Incredible. When I think of Alanis, I hear loud, energetic complaints. When I think of Fiona, I hear low, deep, sexy whispering. Ooh. Um, okay, uh, fair enough. I'm going to have to re-listen, aren't I? So I? And that sounds like a good idea, um, a good invitation to do so there, James. Thank you. Um, you're right about Alanis, for sure. Um, although, you know, she, she has her charms as well, does she not? And is that perhaps... that's There's more to Alanis than loud, energetic complaining, I'm sure. Although, you know, she did make a bit of a career based on that. Um, so the Icelandic name... The chances are slimmer to find your complete namesake. I think this is quite the uh, Icelandic in-joke as well, isn't it, buddy? But can us other non-Icelandic people take part in this as well? You know, the the Icelandic equivalent of muggles, other people not from Iceland. Um, chances are slimmer to find your complete namesake with this new project of baddies. Everyone has a name. This is for the print-on-demand business and also in the hospitality space, possibilities are endless. When you say in the possibility, hospitality space and the possibilities are endless, does that mean you'll be inviting people with the same name to parties in Iceland? Because some wag did that, didn't they? Uh, when I was at school a long time ago, my English teacher, who was a terrifying man, also used to come out with the occasional interesting fact. And one of them was that he invited—not uh, he—he uh, knew of somebody who invited loads of people whose name ended in bottom. I think it was like Ramsbottom, uh, Rowbottom, Botham—anything to do with Botham and Bottom in England. And he invited them all to a party, and they didn't know why they were going there, and they only found out through conversation that all their names ended in bottom. Today, are we off to scale, aren't we, with useful and interesting and valuable life information? You're welcome. I sent a picture, you so did, uh, of the invite to Portugal's biggest nativity scene here in VRSA just now. Thank you very much. Uh, Was that a a, a coincidence? Another coincidence. Centro Cultural Antonio Alejo in Villarreal, Santo Antonio. So from the first then, Friday's an important day. Not only the beer festival, only the Silver Coast Beer Festival, but the uh, Presepio Gigante. Uh, in uh, VRSA as well let's just take your comment off the screen for a moment there and we'll see what else is being said Uh, first of December then to the 7th of January as you might expect right through to just a day after 12th night from 10 in the morning till 1 in the afternoon and from 2 30 they stop for lunch and maybe to reset some of the exhibits I don't know maybe the exhibits need feeding too or some of the uh, maybe Santa needs feeding uh, there and the elves because they eat too you know um a lot of carrots i think and sherry is uh, so maybe santa will be training with carrots and sherry it might be different of course in portugal uh the massive the massive presepio in case you didn't know what that was it is the nativity scene now i thought there was a pretty good nativity scene in panela in central portugal it's really lovely it's a walk up into the castle at panela and a fantastic is that happening this year Filomena? does um, it happen every year the uh presepio at panela Looks like the one in VRSA might be even bigger. Very interesting. That is the point. Oh, my my bad. Apparently, that is the point. It is for you to find your Icelandic namesake. It isn't just for Icelanders. Okay, can we have a a demonstration of that? then? Are there any Munsons or Joao de or T-Ducks up there in Iceland? Give us an an example of that, if you will, please, buddy. Um, On the Mac... Uh, I just hold the vowel key down. Oh, I thought you were about Joe Mac for a minute. He'll be joining us soon, hopefully. Uh, on the Mac, I just hold the vowel key down, then choose from the menu of accent marks that show up. Um, yes, yeah, some good um, Mac bragging rights there. I think probably the Mac is superior in that. Well, Mac owners will have you believe that everything is superior about the Mac. And that certainly sounds like a not a lot easier way of doing accents than windows. But uh, I'm, I remain open to be schooled and educated about that. Sexy Whisperings, Aggressive Complaints. Where did we get to? Oh, Lodi is the name of a track and is a city in California. And that's a Cl- Credence Clearwater Revival track there. Um, and that relates to being stuck in the USA, stuck in Lodi again. Maybe they, when they were on tour, they got stuck there. Um, where did we get to? We started talking about parties, didn't we? As well, ah, the after-show party is the best kind of political party. Ah, I've got you now. Um, and um, yes, so the, the the Icelandic namesake thing is for foreigners. Give us an example, if you will. And I should say early Alanis, she did mature and evolve, like most of us, I hope. Speak for yourself. And I did, and do like her and her music, just a very different sound and style to Fiona Tamaya. I'm I'm happy to go with that. I don't know a lot about... I, I used to play the cassette of um, Alanis's standout album, you know, the one hand in my pocket and and doing naughty things in the cinema. Um, that that album I used to have on cassette and played that a lot. That was popular in, in my household at the time. And uh, Fiona Apple is new to me. So I've got some catching up to do. I do not doubt for one moment that that is the case and that they are very different. I get that a lot. I'm interested in jazz. People say they don't like jazz. Um, and, uh, you know, they might say, yeah, I do like a bit of jazz, you know, Kenny Ball and his jazz men, that sort of thing. It is difficult when you don't know a lot about a genre, um, as I think we might find out from Richard and Joe as well. Richard's first up, he'll be joining us in just a moment to talk about the um, beer festival and music and food, of course, as well. OK, so here's an example of how the Icelandic name idea works. Gordon James Ramsey is son of Helen and Gordon Gudi Jakob. Gadas Gadasson Okay, so it's to how to trace your Icelandic um, uh Ancestry, ancestry. Um, Jagged Little Pill, that's the name of the album Thank you very much for that The JLP, LP, of course Thank you so much, and thank you, buddy, for that Illustration of your project over there in Iceland Let's give him a nice big round of applause Because we've got Richard Allen joining us now Rock and roll at uh, eight minutes past nine in the morning. How is this for
4: you, Richard? Um, it's pretty tiring this morning. I've got to be honest. I've looked better. <laughs> I've had a, it's been my birthday this weekend, Carl, and I've I've had a good time since Friday.
3: <laughs> I got a message. I got a message um, on my uh, Facebook messenger simply saying long and awesome. And I thought, oh, what's this now? And it was a description <laughs> of your birth. It's a description of your birthday festivities, not something else. I get those messages as well. So you've had I a wish. good time.
0: <laughs>
3: you you, sound like you had a good time.
4: Uh, amazing time, actually, with... Um... A lot of people over the three days. You can tell my my voice is quite hoarse. Yeah, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'll take the opportunity, if you don't mind, to thank everybody for the birthday wishes and everybody who helped me celebrate. I'm not very happy with them at the minute, but it was a good time.
3: Oh, uh, in those in, in those immortal words. Uh, the last time we met, sadly, was at uh, the funeral of Chris uh, Price, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And and imagine you you uttered those immortal words. I shouldn't have another one. You probably said that a few times over the weekend as well, didn't
4: you? I think my problem was I should have said those words. But I didn't say those <laughs> words. I think that's probably uh, uh, what the problem was. But definitely had a drink to Chris. That was hundred percent. Oh,
3: excellent! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Legend, lost and 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 well remembered. As often as we yeah. possibly can, drinking local wine here that he made at Cortain. Um, yeah. Were you were you celebrating in Lisbon? Did I see Was that was that a good idea? Yeah.
4: Well, part of it was. Yeah, we started right. in Lisbon and finished in Capalira, so that wasn't a bad trip, really, I suppose.
3: Oh, nicely done. Capalira brings us back full circle to this weekend's festivities, doesn't it? And are you singing this weekend? I am, actually. Oh, my
0: word. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Lots of local honey, maybe? Yeah, I think but I'll be okay by, yes. I think we're on Saturday afternoon. So, oh, um, yeah, a bit of time to recover between now and then, all given all right. the uh, busy day today. But, yeah, no problem.
3: Yeah, okay, good. You're 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 such a pro. Um, I'm not sure if Joe is joining us this morning, but hopefully he is. Uh, th- th- this is uh, the uh, Mac and Allen presentation, production, promotion this weekend. Of course, you are the Richard Allen. He is the Joe Mac, and it is the Silver Coast Beer Festival. Oh, Joe Mac's here as well. That's fantastic. We'll chat with him. Let's bring him onto the screen in just a moment as well. Yay, hey, Joe. Um, and um, actually, let's bring him onto the screen now, and we'll come back to the to the uh, roster. Uh, morning to you, Joe Mac.
5: Hello, gentlemen. Good morning.
3: Good, morning. Good morning to you. Uh, how are you at uh, this early hour? I know you prefer, I think, probably a later hour of the day, Joe.
5: Um, later is better, but uh, I'm here, so I'm going to do my best to be uh, absolutely present.
3: Top man. Thank you very much for that. Now, what a great idea. This is a uh, uh, the latest in a long line of brilliant uh, presentations from you both, uh, a, a lot of them up at, at uh, Arcassane Capallera, uh, the yes. venue up there that has been so welcoming to the Communities Unite initiative. This is a real, um, uh, what would you call it, a climax upon, upon recent gigs. You've turned it from a, 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 a gig with food barbecue into a full-on beer festival. Who's responsible for that? Who can, who can answer that question?
5: I think, well, I think we both judge. kind of put a lot of work into this. Um, you, know, uh, I that, uh, you know, I knew that, you know, I'm from California originally, so uh, and I worked for years in the festival circuit uh, running stages. So I've, I've probably set up, I don't know, 30 or 40 beer festivals over, over my day, but uh, not at this level, not at the administrative level, but at the, at the tech level. Um, so, uh, it just seemed like that was an obvious, uh, gap in the, in the culture scene here is, uh, something like a beer festival. I mean, I always thought that they were the most fun little neighborhood festivals. So
3: yeah, 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 absolutely brilliant. And, and the latest in a long line of brilliant gigs from Communities Unite, we should talk about that. I'll come back to you, Richard, for that, because um we 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 spoke didn't we and i wrote an article in the portugal resident about communities unite because it's such a good idea it, it, it was a a way to bring together local portuguese people with uh, expat foreign immigrant community over music or dancing and listening to music and eating food tell us a bit more about that richard
4: yeah well i, I think that's probably where this whole thing started i i originally met Joe at the Duke Joint, which is a, a sort of free musical um, experience thing that people can uh, just join in, come up and play. And that started um, down the road, really, from, from where I live in, in Obidosh, just outside Obidosh. And then I met Joe there. And then um, I don't really know. The rest of it seems a bit of a blur. I don't know what Joe will say. <laughs> but I think uh, we, we did our first Communities Unite in um, February this year it seems like about two years ago but it, it was this year, um it was incredibly well attended when we didn't expect many people at start and um really pinnacled through the summer when we had the pickles a beatles tribute band on and um we had about 450 to that particular event beautiful sunny day And since then, it's just got better and better. And even over the winter, even the last one we did, we're still 200 people, um, you know, at these events. And, it, and it's wonderful. And then, like Joe says, he's run uh, on the technical side beer festivals before. I've actually ran a beer festival for 10 years back in the UK. And this year, what happened was uh, Joe bought um, his band over. Um, I did the same. So while running it, we both played there. And I think then really the idea just sort of came out to say, well, we should do this in the in, in Portugal. Why don't we do this where we are? It's a different format. Um, we've got producers, uh, different mm-hmm. brewers, artisan brewers. Joe will tell you about the arts and crafts and everything, but we've got five different um, beer providers. Um, it's over two days. There's going to be lots of music, lots of arts, crafts, things like that, and lots of food. So I don't know if we're mad. I'm not really sure. Um, I don't know if we're... We'll...
5: Ambitious, I think, is the word, Yeah. The, yeah.
4: Joe, Joe, just keep correcting me on these words. I, we're ambitious. That's exactly what we are. And, um, yeah, we're I, we're having fun doing it. It's pretty stressful from time to time. On the first thing that you do, because of course you don't know how many people are actually going to turn up. That's so, right, and that's, that's right. what it's all about for us. We need to just get the word out as much as we can, and hopefully this will help too, Carl. And I hope been so. Way yeah,
3: helping. and that's the message I want to send out to people. It's like it's no good saying, "Oh, that looks good," and not going for these, mm, events, these events. Yeah, for these events to take off and to be regular things in our in our country, in our in our neighbourhood, um, at any level. We, we, you have to go to them you have to support them don't you and uh th- th- let's let's give you more reasons why you should support this amazing gig mm-hmm. and come back to joe as you said richard on what's available it's not just
5: let me say this about uh, this thing about us being mad is that um i don't think uh as far as a a business uh model ours is particularly great uh because i realized um uh, the, uh, over the past couple of days, that uh, in order to we've got ten bands on this festival over two, over two days, and uh, as you know, one of our our big points of communities unite is that we make sure if if you work with us, you get what you deserve. We try to treat everybody uh, with the exact same level of respect. Um, never try to lowball or shortchange anybody. Uh, Just so that we can continue to have great success and continue to make great uh, communities with bands and musicians and promoters and everybody that being said to cover the expense of all of our music, we're going to need about 350 people each day. And that's just to break even on, Mm -hmm. on the music side of things. So, uh, you know, again, the, 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 the business model isn't fantastic but the quality of uh of uh of the festival i think it is going to be fantastic i mean that's the point i mean we kind of decided what is it about it's not really about making money it's about throwing the best beer festival that we can yes and uh to me that means you know we've got two stages we've got things going on all day all night we've got a dj at the end of the night for uh the late night crowd um, of course uh we've got the artisanal christmas market um, we've got, uh, three food carts, so that will be really fun. I'm looking yeah. forward to, it's another yeah. thing I've been missing since I've been in, in, uh, in the silver coast is kind of a food cart culture. Yes. And I know Pedro was starting that over at uh pit stop, but, um, since pit stop is, is not, you know, really functioning like it was, I think, uh, it's nice to be able to have a little home for this food cart culture at least for the weekend
3: absolutely well that, for those of you who didn't get a chance to try the food of soul Finess, uh, that's bev and dan uh, you can do that this weekend because they're going to be i mean that was that's that, that's the horrible news isn't it about pit stop it doesn't look like it's going to be functioning as it was um and soul Finesse, i know for sure were without a home as a result thankfully they have a home this friday and saturday so you can try their excellent food uh, which i haven't greatly enjoyed uh, tell us about pizza. Is Pizza. Are those the guys that are on the Bar Vista that looks out to the Atlantic? That's exactly right, yeah. Uh, Wood-fired um, pizza then as well.
5: Fired pizza. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, they actually, uh, when I first went to Pit Stop, they were there. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, really like the people, really like the pizza. So that'll be a fun yeah. one. And Rex uh, Press curry, is, have, is curry too. Uh, uh, curry, that's well. We'll see how that works out. We're going to leave leave that one a bit uh, ambiguous, I think, for the moment. Right,
3: fair enough. <laughs> and tell us about the beers then. So, which or who among the local producers do you have there? Because Kaldash is distinguishing distinguish yeah. itself as a bit of an area of craft yeah. beer production, isn't it? Yeah. be From from Kaldash, Silver Coast.
4: We've got um, we've got of course the Bordallo boys. You couldn't yeah. have a beer festival without those. Um, we've also got Malaika, Shual from Malika making extremely good beer, at, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from the pub as well. Um, we've got Ansem um, James coming down from near Lodinia to to come, and he's going to have quite a number of beers and be able to swap them over during the um, mm. festival. So that will be, um, and I think we've got everything from a from a mild to a bitter to an IPA to a you know. So I think he he's wow. got some great beers too. Um, the strong stuff will probably be on the Budale stand. So if you want, if you want a stronger one, hedge there. Yeah, and we've and also the Rex got a Bar selection is going to be of bringing Belgian 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 beers beer too, aren't they? Yeah, Belgian beers mm-hmm. are coming. We're going to have, I think, over ten different bottled Belgian beers, and then also um, we're going to have a. Um, we've got and Mayo and Hopsin doing a, a stand together, and they're from obviously near Lisbon down the road
3: fabulous fabulous tell us about the bands now then cuz you'll both be playing yeah. won't you uh, joey yeah. yeah
5: we'll be both be well I, it's almost a question of who isn't playing the only person that uh this is like this is like my uh my dream uh lineup really the only person i wish i could have booked on this is uh my dear friend nelson rodriguez who has yeah, always hey, been a hey. supporter of uh, of communities unite just a cool dude but uh, he's booked up uh, both days, so um, he's he's the one little piece of the puzzle that that is missing. Other than that, I think I've just just got just about got everybody that I that I'd love to work with. So
3: fantastic, that's a dream team.
5: We uh, ran so. some polls on Facebook uh, to see who people wanted to see at our at our uh, best of communities unite lineup. And, uh, Rich, um, I, I think we've got everybody that they asked yeah, for. Yeah, I, th- I think you're, you're absolutely
4: right. I think there was two probably that we oh. didn't get. Um, the Peacles, the Beatles tribute band, they were, an eight, they, they, were, they were signed up to do it, but they couldn't do it because the bass player's wife's expecting a baby. So right. They don't want to be too far away from Lisbon. So that's, of oh, course, yeah. fair enough. You know, life comes first. Um, and as Joe said, Nelson. But apart from that, you've got the Bluesberries, Wildflowers, the Booze Brothers, Brazza Duo. Um, you've got Rick Gonzalez, Alan, um, lots of individual acts as well. So, Brandy I mean, you've a, a got Jess Duo, well, so.
5: uh, great Brazilian music. Um. So, uh, yeah. So basically, the idea is that uh, in the morning and in the evening is going to be a a small acoustic stage, kind of a singer songwriter feel. Yep. And uh, that'll all be going on inside the gymnasium. Uh, and then from about I don't know three to seven in the afternoon, is we open up the outdoor stage, that's the communities unite stage where we've got the full on rock bands, the vintage finals, and the blueberries and. These bands, Wildflowers and everybody. So, um, Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely creating um, two two, like completely different uh, vibes. You know, the vibe inside it's going to be music you can talk over and uh, a lot of seating and tables and uh, trying to. I mean, honestly, trying to create a nice beer fest uh, atmosphere, a place where people want to sit and talk to each other, want to talk about the beers. Um, and then the outdoors will be, you know, what, what you've come to know and expect from Communities Unite.
3: Wonderful. That's the message I'm getting here. There's something for everybody to enjoy this Friday. That's what we're and trying Saturday. for.
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Richard, so uh, of... and in the evenings, uh, probably starting uh, after, let's say, 9 or 10 or so, uh, we're going to switch to a bit more of a Portuguese vibe. We'll have DJ Stray Cat. And uh, we'll have uh, Brandy who does this, uh, stuff in Portuguese. We'll have who who's singing Portuguese. So the idea is that uh, when the, uh, the expat crowd or whoever comes at the afternoon to see, but uh, as we know of working in Portugal, the Portuguese really like to come late. They don't like to come before 11. So we are trying to cater to that vibe as well. I don't know how we're gonna be looking
4: after <laughs>
3: <laughs> how richard how are you making a thumbs up appear on your screen like that
4: i've got absolutely no idea i'm not even touching Good my there, phone it? well done. it's probably my it's probably everything that's coming out of me from lisbon and the weekend and it's just doing it on its own <laughs> it's it, okay. it should really be like this i'm not sure about this but... <laughs> Exactly. I think maybe maybe my wife just gone on AI and put a thumbs up over my face or something. <laughs> so just just make me look. Oh, it'll be AI. This.
3: Just blame it, blame it on AI. Well, this. Carl, can how, I um,
4: sure. Carl, sorry to interrupt. Just, just a little word as well about our our sort of rationale about communities unite involved yeah. with this as well was because of course they are two different things. um <laughs> But communities unite runs on the first Sunday of every month, and we. We just thought about doing the whole thing over three days and we thought that would be a step too far for everybody to to commit for three days running at a beer festival. So um, so we, we made it the two, but then have kept the Communities Unite bit in the outer building, um, mm-hmm. which most people will know there's a large building. The sides can go up, so it can be open air in the afternoons and it can be closed up in the evenings or in bad weather. Mm-hmm. And then what we wanted to do... Of course, is the Communities Unite people and treat the bands fairly still. So the idea was that although we won't be doing the churiscaria on this one, what we will be doing is the entrance fees from those on those days will go to pay the Communities Unite bands as well. Fantastic. And we will select some other um a a charity or charities to make donations to as we always do so um so that's that's still there that's still very much there and still very much part of what we do i think Mm -hmm. anyone who knows
3: anything about music or is a musician will really appreciate that um you know this you what you see on your screen is not a couple of breadheads who are exploiting everybody um for their to, to line their own pockets and run off to well, you're going to be running off to the Far East scene, Joe, man. That's another matter we'll talk about in, in a moment. But this is not, about, as you said before, this is not about the money, is it? This is about no. creating a great time for people and it has to wash its face somehow and the and the musicians should be paid, quite rightly, is, and, and and they will be. And and the, the, the idea, of course, is, is to get the um, get it financially sustainable so we can have another one, hopefully, next year, that's
4: right? That's exactly what we're trying yeah, to do. That, that, that's our it, biggest that, goal. Dead yeah. on. And, and I think it should also be We really ought to stress this: that the the food vendors and the um, beer vendors are only paying fifty euros to be on site, and that's including power, which we're all going to put in. Um, uh, That's going to be over the next few days, and the all the arts and crafts people are exhibiting for free. There'll there'll be no charge for them whatsoever. And it should be said: if anybody wants to come along and exhibit some. Art or Christmas bits and pieces. All they've got to do is show up at eleven o'clock um, on on Friday morning, and we'll um, we'll get them a little table. Well, hopefully we'll, they'll bring their own table and set that's up. Right, and we'll give right. them we'll give them space in the room.
3: So with all this, with with so much going on, a bit of Christmas shopping, lots of lovely food, so many beers, and an amazing lineup of music. You're going to be thinking to yourself, "Well, that's got to be ninety nine euros for the weekend, isn't it?" you know, Glastonbury sort of prices. How much is it going to cost people to get in?
4: 300 each. (laughs) (laughs) He's joking, everybody. No, it's got a a three in it anyway, but there's no zeros. So it's three euros. That's it. What? Okay, three euros in. All right. Amazing. And you you get a wristband too. What? (laughs) Okay. Three euro
3: entry then for all of that. That is is absolutely incredible. (laughs) Um, Communities Unite. I think our mate Nunu uh, Mendes from Insurance, he's, he's involved yeah. with that. So is he going to be there this weekend?
4: Yeah, he's going to be there and uh, they'll be represented. It's a good point as well, though, Carl, is we are still looking for sponsors so okay. to help us out. Ooh. So if there is anybody out there, no matter how small, would like to put them out in and have a sign up or some bro- whatever they want to do, attend the show, they'll obviously be able to do all of that. Yeah. Um, we, we'd love some more support with sponsors if we could possibly get them.
3: Yeah, well I was asking the question earlier this morning about which political party supports the, the needs, aspirations and so on of expat, foreigner, immigrant community in this country. Sounds like you know a music party, sounds like a Communities Unite party, <laughs> might, yeah. might be the way forward here. And it's, it is a serious a serious request here. Um, if you are, if you are a sponsor, if you're a company or a benefactor that wants to see this work, because the, the, the...
5: and wants to see it be sustainable, it wants to see it come back. Because I mean, obviously, you know, if we do lose our shirts on this one, it's going to be a lot harder to to want to conceptualize doing it again.
3: Absolutely right.
5: Absolutely.
3: A great opportunity to support a true community initiative that's uniting local people and foreigners on the Silver Coast and and just basically fostering understanding, connection, all under the umbrella of music, food and beer. What could be better than that? Um, I want to talk to you both about your, your individual um, contributions uh, to music the music scene locally. Uh, Richard, you, you appear in a number of bands, don't you? Tell tell us about the bands that you, that you appear in.
4: Yeah. I mean, I'm in far less than Joe's in. That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) I've got two bands. Um, One is the Booze Brothers, uh, which I think we've spoke about before started as a one-off new year's party here at the house and has ended up playing in Lisbon and all over the place um which i enjoy and love very very much but that's a seven piece band and then um more recently um i've been involved with uh joe directly actually sven and alan that wonderful um french guitarist um in a band called the four horsemen we 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 bring the apocalypse to any party in a good way <laughs> and uh yeah no we we've had we've had quite a few bookings now and it's we're a fun band and we um I love that very very much. I have to say I think all the guys do and we have a, we have a good laugh with it and I think that's what it's all about. So yeah, having great fun at the minute and um, and uh, getting lots of lots of uh, gigs. So that's lovely.
3: That's a party band, then. So I mean, we, let's face it: a lot of the uh, foreigners, expats, immigrants over here on the Silver Coast are from time to time celebrating a notable birthday. So if they want to do that with a full-on party band, you're the guys to hire for that one. Aren't
4: you? Oh, one hundred percent, we are. We're one hundred percent
3: a party to remember
4: oh okay. uh, yeah that's you'll right. definitely remember it yeah we will a... we'll bring you a party apocalypse <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's you joe you, we've got natasha down uh, her name is on the screen there you're of course of the wildflowers that's uh, we've right played some music on the show here we've been delighted to debut the, the most recent single which absolutely
5: soon. you've always been good supporters and we appreciate was- that Keep as them as coming, we've keep coming. Before, we're about to embark on our third tour. Uh in what, one year, two years as bands as our oh, third man. tour. morning, Natasha. Good
2: morning. Um, Josh, yeah. we'll... Good morning. Tasha,
5: stop hiding around <laughs> the corner and get on the screen. <laughs> By the way, Carl, we need to get uh, Natasha on here because she is our uh, chief of uh, games department. For the, oh booth, for the beer festival. So she's got a million different uh, uh, game ideas coming up, a chilli eating contest and uh, all yeah, kinds I of just, stuff.
2: just got home from the UK yesterday, so I'm on grandmother duty. I'm not quite in... I don't even want any of those games. <laughs> <laughs> they but, sound um,
3: interchangeable to me. <laughs> Some, maybe.
2: could be suitable. Yeah. Yeah, so is um, there a games area? I, know, the parcel. I love a pass with parcel um, with forfeits, so... Each layer is going to reveal an interesting forfeit that might be linked to another one.
3: At this weekend? Yes. Wow, so there's a games area as well where people can drink beer and play party games. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Exactly. I was
2: thinking it would be fun to do some beer drinking games. I've just been talking to my nephew who's been doing rugby initiation. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. (laughs) The beer is to be respected on this occasion. It's going to be tasty beer. Very good.
3: Is that, saturday afternoon. Afternoon. is that saturday afternoon or both days both
2: days Both days. hopefully we'll have wow. a quiz and both days we're going to do a meet the brewers so we can hit, learn a little bit about their um their well the different beers and then have a blind taste every day and a vote for your favorite
3: super and
5: this is a good time to ask carl what exactly his participation is going to be over the weekend
3: Uh, Drinking beer uh, at the very (laughs) least. At the very least.
5: Are you interested in uh, in helping with the interview the uh, brewers in a meet the brewers kind of segment?
3: You know I am. So I'll see you. you
2: (laughs) Good, I can take that one off
3: the list. (laughs) (laughs) Now tell us about the tour. Then you you said the third in a year. The band came together fairly recently, right? And and you've been Mm -hmm. on three. One notably in the UK, uh, the the next one's in the forest. And did you tour Portugal as well?
5: Uh, We did. We toured the Algarve about six shows, six, seven shows down there, um, which was a a surprising success. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, here we go off to uh, Southeast Asia, off to um, Thailand and Cambodia and Vietnam. Uh, We've got, I think, nine confirmed shows. Um, we're playing in, in Bangkok, we're playing with a band called Yellow Fang, who is uh, number one on Thai radio, and they're uh, a female empowerment band, so that's exciting.
2: And we're opening the Koi Fang.
0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. we void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Rock festival. Yeah. I sure.
2: mean, it really, obviously means they don't know who the hell we are. So they'll pick us on first, but it sounds good,
3: doesn't it? Wonderful. Absolutely brilliant. Um, we've got some some uh, comments coming in. The Communities Unite Barbecue event I attended this past summer was a great time. Uh, that's from James in Eddie Sarah. Hit that like button, folks. And Pete Wilton Davies is here. He He organized a fantastic. A beer festival that I went to earlier on this year. That was lovely at Castanera de Perra. As a fellow beer event organizer, it sounds like it's going to be a great event. I am currently looking for some overnight accommodation nearby. So see you there, Pete, uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's, great. That's great news. Yeah, accommodation. Now, there's a the thing. People, there's Pete coming from outside of the Silver Coast. Where can you stay? Would, would, would Obidos be a great place to stay for this this yeah. weekend?
4: Lots of places to stay in Obidos now, far more hotels than there was, so it's really grown and expanded since um, COVID, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. there's also Kaldash, which is a short taxi ride away. There are some, and small... Richard's house. the Richard's yes, my house. house, my, house, my too. house, yeah. Our houses come and sleep, we don't all take anybody in, it'll be fine. <laughs> it's it a mattress,
3: like the... that's what the, the house the used to do, is. At the end of the gigs, uh, of their gigs, the House Martins would say, can we stay at someone's house now, please? And I think that used to work pretty well. The other the other great idea from, I think it's ACDCs, they used to charter a jumbo jet, didn't they, to put all their fans on and fly around the world to different gigs. Uh, Are so you we're, think-
5: we're planning on that for the next beer festival. Yeah. That's going to the budget, But uh, we're having, hoping to have a jumbo jet that flies from Calde uh, and back
3: very good and what about for the southeast asia tour i mean can people come with you on that as well if they fancy?
5: Uh yeah well people can certainly meet us there we've already heard from a couple of people who are like wow i i was kind of planning on being in thailand at that time so well, do come to the shows let's yeah. go well,
3: good luck with that tour looking forward to seeing you at the weekend this is uh, thank you all so much for putting this on because the amount of effort required Just a a regular Communities Unite event is is immense. I know that. And then to scale it up like this into a two-day beer festival with all the traders, uh, you know, the the creatives coming along and selling their Christmas stuff, the food, the beer. This is an extraordinary event, and we want people to support it. And it's only €3 entry, and the bands are getting paid as well. So fantastic exemplary event for musicians, for music on the Silver Coast, and for uniting communities as well. Well done, all of you. We'll see you at the weekend. Thank oh, you great. so much,
4: and thank, thank you, you for, for your support.
3: Take care, and Bye for now. See you there. Ciao, ciao. Now, I hate to do this. i just got to press the button and get rid of people off the screen. I'm so sorry to do that. <laughs> There's no nice way of, of, of doing that. Um, and I'm going to have a little bit of a palate cleanse now with some sustainable energy news. Um, that we touched upon yesterday. Isn't that amazing? So yeah, just just one more time, folks. Please be there. Mac and Alan present. You saw them on the screen there. Joe Mack and Richard Allen. The Silver Coast Beer Festival. Just three euros for both days. First and second of December, which will be this Friday and Saturday. And uh, we'll, I'll be there looking forward to seeing you up there. Oh, Natasha, look, Jogosh. That's what that uh, is referring to. The games there. Natasha will be overseeing those. And DJ Stray Cat will be spinning a few tunes as well during the events. And I'm sure to uh, climax the event on the Saturday night as well. Excellent stuff. Right, that news from yesterday then, um, where it was said, and we need to look into this because uh, it was said that um, that there was a, a moment or a few days for for the Portuguese people, for people in Portugal, where sustainable energy took over um, and that, that meant that there, there wouldn't be any uh, energy bills to pay for a few days. Now we realised that that probably wasn't going to be trickling down, as it were, um, to to us at this level. So I want, I want to read, I want to read this again uh, for you and find out what that actually does mean. And now this was sent to me by Coach Turno, spotted it over there in the UK, um, I believe, which is great, uh, and sent it on to me from the Good News Network, and uh, he sent it to me uh, on that basis. That it was nice to see a bit of good news in the papers and certainly about sustainable energy here. So let's have a look at this. Portugal runs on 100% renewables, dropping consumer electric bills to nearly zero for six days in a row, dropping consumer electric bills to nearly zero. Is that going to be trickling down to us? Let's find out as we read more about it on the Good News Network And this was put together by Andy Corbley on November the 20th uh, over a week ago. Sunny, windy, wavy and small, Portugal is uniquely suited to renewable energy, which it just proved by powering the nation of 10 million entirely with the forces of nature for six straight days. So there we go. Uh, Wind, power and solar, presumably mainly. Uh, There must be a little bit of tidal power here in Portugal, but I'm sure they were leading on that in terms of energy generation, solar and um, wind power. It all started on Friday, the 27th of October, when the largest energy company in the nation, Reg Energetica Nacional, reported that conditions of wind and waves, okay, so wave power, yes, were generating the entirety of the nation's energy supply. Having travelled up and down the coast here in Portugal, I don't think I have seen a wave farm, if that's indeed what they're called. But uh, they, there you go; that they, they exist, and they are partly responsible for this phenomenon. Uh, they predicted the conditions would carry on through Saturday, from the 27th of October. This was, but they actually kept on going for the next five days, including some periods when the nation's grid was exporting renewable e- electricity to the grids in Spain. In total, there were 149 hours of total renewables generation 95, of which saw the Portuguese grid exporting to Spain, a run that broke the previous record for consecutive days of 100% renewable use. While solar power is often seen as the most important renewable electricity source, the record began and carried on for many days in rainy, windy weather. That's because, according to Canary Media, many turbines were built in the 1990s when solar panel installations were not cost-effective. Even before that, many hydroelectric dams had been built after the fall of Portugal's dictatorship in 1974. There's more news like this over at goodnewsnetwork.org. This is important since the country's sunny days tend to be windless, And the windy days tend to be cloudy. The next step, a reporter in the energy sector said, is going to be the development of deep water offshore wind farms. Wow, they sound like um, a terrifying place where you could film a zombie apocalypse movie, but I'm sure they're all good. Um, But imagine being stranded on one of those bad boys, a, a, a deep water offshore wind farm. So I imagine that's a combination. It could be a combination of all three, couldn't it? A bit of solar out there on the seas. Um, and some wave power and some wind power as well. Um, Glad to know more about that if you've got uh, any leads on that. And we'll keep an eye on that. Tonight, of course, at 8.30, we'll be talking about political parties, the best uh, which uh, we may want to connect with as expats, foreigners and immigrants and keep an eye on the political situation here. General election coming up, of course on March the 10th of next year. It's going to be a big year. Carnation Revolution, 50th anniversary and an election and Portugal in the Euros. Uh, let's see what's going on over in the chat. I think it's all d- dried up over there in the chat. Nice to see you, Pete. Uh, and I forgot to do the dad joke, the music-related dad joke with our musicians are with us just now. I think I'll finish today on a few more news stories. Then let's go and have a look over at the Portugal resident front page and see what takes our fancy over there. And uh, we're looking at, I've got to write me an article for the Portugal resident today. Um, last week's was fabulous. A centre page spread uh, with that wine event from Covella at the Storytellers. Uh, that's still on the newsstands. And uh, looking at the Portugal resident's homepage now. Let's scan a few of the headlines and see what's what over here. Owen joining us on Thursday morning with some uh, great news connected to his poetry. And um, tomorrow's guest uh, yet to be decided. If you want to join me on the Good Morning Portugal tomorrow, because it's one of those uh, strange fifth Wednesday moments when we don't have a scheduled guest, if you've got an idea for the show tomorrow, or if you'd like to join me on screen, or you'd like me to approach somebody who you think should be on the screen, do so. Send me a message, 913-590-303. Hit that like button, folks, is what Antonio F is saying. And looking at the Portugal resident front page now, Numbers in Portugal at risk of poverty rose to 17% in 2022. Also, Legionella detected an Algezur school showers. Uh, TAP justifies nightmare flight with unexpected worsening of weather conditions. That sounds terrifying, doesn't it? Um, Alba announces year-round beach supervision, uh, former PS mayors to face trial for corruption, and Portugal in the dock over climate failings. Um, is that the young people who've taken um, around the world, who are taking their governments uh, to their respective high courts? Hundreds of unfulfilled or unfilled vacancies, I should say, for medical internships in portugal state health service—a red card for the government. Um, and briefly, then, authorities swoop on suspected nationality scam run out of Portuguese embassy in Brazil. My goodness. Protection for 4,400 critical infrastructures in Portugal and millions of doses of drugs seized, 345 arrested. That's a big drug bust, is it not? Okay, um, that's your front page of the Portugal resident. I think we'll take a look at the Portugal news now. And uh, if there's anything that's attracted your interest, do let me know uh, and we'll take a look at that too this morning here on the Good Morning Portugal show. Grateful thanks to Joe Mack, and Richard Allen from Communities Unite and the Beer Festival that's coming up this weekend. Don't forget, just €3 Euros to get into that event uh, over the weekend. Uh, let's have a look then at the Portugal News front page right now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then
4: Judy discovered com. It's
5: my little escape.
4: Now Judy's the life of the party.
5: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
4: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
0: Jumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, tax deduction for
3: rent increases. Uh, some help there. It would look, it would appear to uh, help with the cost of living. Wealthy Spaniards fleeing to Portugal. Might have a look at that in just a moment. Portugal weekend weather forecast. We should do that too to see how it's looking for the beer festival this weekend. Max Verstappen, motor racing enthusiast might be interested to know that Max Verstappen is in the Algarve. And Lisbon chosen as European Capital of Innovation. Portugal, seventh safest country in the world. New poll out and Portugal's real estate hits all-time high with record summer surge in foreign investment. Uh, Music to Bobby O'Reilly's ears, I'm sure. Uh, Let's have a look at this then. Why the wealthy Spaniards are fleeing to Portugal. Wealthy Spaniards are increasing Increasingly looking to move to Portugal after the neighboring country's constitutional court approved the application of a tax on large fortunes, reports El Economista. Economista. Over there in Spain, the escape to the Portuguese side of the border over here on the Iberian Peninsula also follows the retreat regarding the elimination of the special IRS regime for non-habitual residents, the RNH, which the Socialist Party wants to extend for another year. It was on November the 7th that the Spanish Constitutional Court gave the green light to the tax on large fortunes, which is levied on assets exceeding 3 million euros with exemptions for the first 700,000 euros. The Spanish newspaper reports that this measure, along with the recent inauguration of Pedro Sánchez as president of the government of Spain, with the support of nationalist and independence parties, immediately led to an increase in calls to law firms, not just from Spaniards, as well as foreigners residing in the country to accelerate a change of tax residence to Portugal. Very interesting. Wow. Um, concerned about the current political situation and the tax burden in Spain, which they consider disproportionate compared to other countries, the clients of Hector Pérez Tapia, partner and director of the tax area at Celier Abogados have a stronger intention of changing their effective residence and not having just exploratory consultations. So it looks like wealthy Spaniards and those living in Spain are seeking refuge in Portugal. And I wonder for how long it will remain the case that it will be more advantageous for them on this side of, of Iberia. Uh, let's remove that for a moment and return to the Portugal news in just a moment. A couple of comments for you. Uh, the Communities Unite barbecue uh, I went to last summer, this summer, was great, says James. I saw you there, didn't I, James? And by Randy. Hola, Malta! Back from a bit of damp bushwhacking in Bayrada. Got any video? Uh, good morning to you, by Randy. And I'm sure you'll have a few highlights uh, for us what's coming up this weekend. Uh, well, let's have a look at that weather then to see what's going on uh, around the country for the beer festival and the many events that I'm sure by Randy will share with us this coming Friday and uh, that are also placed on the Gumper map. You'll be proud of me, Andy. I put the beer festival on the Gumpa map. Um, just yesterday, in fact, uh, so that people can find it out there. Just outside Obidosh, if you want to be going to that. Let's have a look at this weather then. Was that the Portugal news? Oh yes, the weekend weather forecast. Let's have a look now at that then. And uh, clicking through um, to tell you what's going on. Will it be cold this weekend? Hopefully not, but you can dance at the beer festival to keep warm, Lisbon. The rain showers are to ease off for the weekend in the capital with sunny spells and highs of 16. How lovely. And nightly lows of nine degrees from Monday. Intermittent sunshine and showers are predicted with highs of 15 degrees and lows of seven. The mixed weather is to continue throughout this week. In the north, then, it is to be dry on Saturday with only a slight chance of rain. Highs of 13 degrees and cold nights dropping to just two. On Sunday, some showers are forecast to return with highs of 13 degrees and lows of 3 degrees. The wet weather is to continue, and the following week we'll have the heaviest of showers starting on Monday. In the centre then, Central Portugal, Silver Coast, how's it going to look for the beer festival this weekend? The break in the wet weather is to continue on Friday and Saturday, yay, Uh, with average highs of 12 degrees and lows of 3 degrees. On Sunday, some rain showers are expected and are set to continue into Monday when highs of 12 degrees and nightly lows of 4 degrees are forecast in the south following the rain earlier in the week. The south is to be dry over the weekend with hazy high cloud and maximum temperatures of 17. Isn't that amazing? For November going into December, 17 degrees in the Algarve. From Monday, some cloud cover is expected with highs of 17 degrees and lows of 8 degrees. There will be a chance of rain from Tuesday, but it will remain mild. Madeira then. Let's go out to the islands, the autonomous regions in Madeira, the weather this weekend, the rain is to ease slightly on Friday and to stop on Saturday and Sunday when highs of 23 and lows of 18 degrees are forecast over there in Madeira. Oh, Coach Turner to be in Madeira again. Lucky you, Aviva. The mild weather is to continue the following week with a chance of rain again on Wednesday. The Asurash from where Philomena just returned after a mainly dry day on Friday. The rain clouds are to return on Saturday with grey skies and highs of 19 degrees. On Sunday and Monday, intermittent sunny spells and rain is forecast with highs of 19 degrees and lows of 15. Pretty nice too, pretty mild over there in the Azores. Okay, finishing off for today then. uh, We might have an early finish today, partly sunny apparently. um, In Kaldash, uh, 61, 16 degrees right now. In the studio, we're looking at 17 degrees with 16, nearly 17 outside the weather probe is telling us in the back passage. Okay, um, let's just finish with one more news story then uh, from the Portugal News. I'll go back to their front page and see what's going on over there. Of course, people are still trying to beat the NHR deadline and we'll get further clarification tomorrow, of course. 29th, that budget will be looked at in the Parliament tomorrow. And we'll have a clearer idea of what's going on and we'll have more talk with uh, gilda and daniel from Rosen pelicano on that situation as it unfolds and gets clarified hopefully tomorrow the 29th of november the budget situation and what the consequences are for that with the nhr and will it be extended kind of uh, for those at least who showed an interest in 2023 into 2024 let's have a look at how much uh, employees earn in portugal this is an interesting Always an interesting subject, Um, and I imagine there'll be another rise uh, that will be addressed, of course, in the budget tomorrow in the minimum wage. Let's see how much people are earning in Portugal right now. How much do employees earn in Portugal is the name of this article in the Portugal News from TPN, and it was published just uh, 18 hours ago in 2021. The median value of the monthly earnings of full-time employees, uh, which is abbreviated to TCO, don't know why, with full remuneration was €959.34, with only 29% of TCOs recording monthly earnings values higher than the average value of nearly just under €1,290. According to data from the National Statistics Institute, the INE, based on the personnel tables, the Institute concludes that in 21, 2021, in 285 of the 308 municipalities, the median value of the monthly earnings did not exceed a thousand euros, varying between 760.4 euros in the municipalities of Gavial and Belmont and 1781. Uh, euros and 36 cents in Castro Verde. The median value of monthly earnings was lower for female TCOs compared to males only in the municipalities of Irish, Lisbon, Porto and Campo Mayor did the median value of women's earnings exceed 1000 euros per month. I.e. that is only in these four municipalities did 50% of those TCOs that operated there have monthly earnings higher than that reference read the INE bulletin. Are there any comments here? No no comments yet. Um, average salary up in earlier news, average salary up to 1,438 here in Portugal. Um, that was reported on the 20th of November and the minimum wage up by 7.9% in related news here in 2024. Whether or not that is approved or is just an aspiration it's so difficult to tell the difference sometimes between what is a government proposal and actually what's been ratified. That said, Costa guarantees a wage increase for 2024. Let's see if that actually happens and there'll be indications on that tomorrow when the budget is examined in the parliament. Okay, thank you for being here this morning. Uh, thank you to Joe Mack. Thank you to Rich Allen. And thank you to all those gumpers uh, who are here today. Let's finish with those dad jokes then. And I'm uh, apologising again for not showing these with the musicians who were with us on screen earlier on. A coach carrying jazz musicians has overturned on the A8. Expect lengthy jams. And I went to the library, says T-Duck, and checked out a book about oils and lubricants. It was in the non-friction section. Very good. And I had a job selling beverages at a hotel. And then I got arrested for in-cider trading. Excellent. We'll see you tomorrow with an as-yet-undisclosed guest or topic. Have a great day. Take care. Take care. And bye for now.
1: Bom dia, Portugal.
0: In Portugal, there's a YouTube show full of fun facts you
4: guests will come and they will blow your mind,
1: the audience will do so in kind, The
0: little vanity mixed with some insanity, on the morning show at GMP. Good
2: morning Portugal, and I'd like to welcome you to another Gumpers.